Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you here, and on the phone for an interview is Kansas State offensive tackle Dalton Risner. Risner started all four years at Kansas State and was named first team All Big 12 following his junior season. He opened his senior season on the Outland Trophy watch list and was named one of three offensive linemen of the year, as well as first-team all-conference honors. So, Dalton, thanks again for joining me, and how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. Uh, Excited to to talk with you and answer some questions and uh, look back on a great career, man. So thanks for having me on. Not a problem. So, Dalton, you started 13 games at center as a redshirt freshman, so I did some digging on you, and I saw that you earned first-team freshman All-America honors from Campus Insiders, and then following that freshman year, you made that transition to right tackle. What went into that position switch? You know... Uh, playing for, uh, center my freshman year, that was a position I played ever since I was six or seven years old. You know, I was very familiar with it. But going into Kansas State, my offensive line coach told me that he saw versatility and athleticism in me, and he could see me moving across the board. So uh, we had a couple good tackles, and Cody Whitehair, who went to the Chicago Bears in the second round after the 2014 season, so uh, or 15 season. So going into 2016, when I was playing tackle. Uh, it was July going into that season. My offensive line coach came to me and had a couple of junior college guys that didn't work out. And he said, hey, man, I want to see you play tackle. I said, all right. You know, I've never played tackle in my life. I've always been at center. But I'll bust out there and see what I can do. So I'm going against Jordan Willis, 
you know, third round draft pick to the Bengals, great defensive end. And, and uh, we were just battling, competing the whole day in, in a player's round practice. And my uh, line coach came down after and said, Dalton, you know, like I knew, I knew that you had it in you. You're just a competitor. You're going to be my all big 12 tackle this year. And, uh, had a few weeks in the end of July and then got into fall camp. And, and sure enough, my first start was uh, at Stanford against Solomon Thomas uh, for my right tackle debut. And, you know, it was a, it was a hard transition and a, definitely a different game out there on the edge than it is inside. But, you know, kudos to my offensive line coach for getting me ready. Well, that's an interesting story right there. And finished out your three years of eligibility playing that right tackle position and were regarded as one of the best offensive linemen in the conference during that span. Now, as you prep for the NFL, how do you plan to emphasize and showcase your position flex to scouts and GMs? You know, I just went to the Reese's Senior Bowl. Uh, I was able to go against top talent in the nation. You know, I snapped every day. I played played center, um, got a few reps at guard. I was able to show them, you know, my athleticism. I know that that's one thing that my head coach, Coach Gruden for the Raiders, who coached the North team down there, said that I impressed him with my athletic ability. And that was a huge step for me. You know, when I go to the combine and show my athletic ability as well, you know, these teams have got to realize, you know, see that I played center my freshman year. You know, I've, ta- I've been talking to a lot of them, letting them know that I got reps at guard in practice. I can play right tackle. I even did a couple one-on-one reps at left tackle at senior bowl. So, man, I'm comfortable. You put me in a stance. You put me in a position. I'm going to feel comfortable anywhere across the line. And uh, athleticism is what allows you to do that. So, you know, combine is going to be big for me in terms of jumping and running and cutting and, and moving my hips and uh, rotation and everything that comes with it. You know, letting these coaches know, hey, you know, Reisner's an athletic guy. He can move across the board. And I already kind of did that at Senior Bowl. I plan to do that at the combine. And then, you know, hopefully I'll get some individual workouts. You know, they can throw me at center and guard and I can show them one on one, you know, what I'm able to do. You could have left for the NFL after your junior season, but you opted to return for your senior year. How do you think your decision to stay all four years at K-State has helped your development as a player and person? You know, I appreciate that. You know, leaving last year was an option that I had. But, you know, whenever you look at the grand scheme of things, you know, doing five years at a, at a university like Kansas State, underneath Hall of Fame coach Bill Snyder and coach Charlie Dickey, who's a great offensive line coach, you know, you become a man. The NFL is a man's league. you gotta, you got to be sure we're able to show up in the NFL and be a reliable guy that's able to go through adversity and kn- knows what he's going to do in life, know, has it all figured out, is, is confident in his craft and his technique. And, you know, whenever guys leave early, those are usually some of the issues, you know. They're a little bit immature, not ready for the professionalism of the NFL, not quite body. Their body's not quite matured and ready to enter the NFL. You know, me, you know, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I did five years underneath great coaches. And, you know, I'm confident in my ability. My, my body's filled out. I'm at the peak. I'm at the peak performance of where I, you know, where I stand out of any time in my life. I feel great. And, you know, I'm just ready to enter the professional, you know, the professional business of the NFL. I think that that's just benefited me a ton. You know, when you look at that, extra year i got an extra year to get bigger and stronger i got an extra year to hone in on my craft i matured over that year i got to get another 13 games in a lot more practice um you know just everything i could talk on it for hours but it was really beneficial for me man i'm excited and i'm confident moving into the nfl with a a five-year career under in, in my belt for kansas state 
You just mentioned the College Hall of Fame head coach, Bill Snyder. So with that note, I ask you this. What was it like playing under him for all five of those years at Kansas State? It was a dream come true, man. Coach Snyder is one of the, the best coaches to ever do it. But something that everyone doesn't talk about is the type of life coach Coach Snyder is. Um, way more than football. You know, he, he coached me up in football, made me a great player, never let me get complacent. But what really mattered to me is how Coach Snyder molded me into a better father, husband, friend, son, teammate. He, he molded me in the type of person I want to be. He prepares guys for the game of life. He, he, been, he was around the game of football for a long time, and he realized how many people made it on to play in the NFL um, and how many guys didn't. And he realized that his job in college was to help us get prepared for the game of life, not only the game of football. And I owe a huge debt to him for, for molding me in those five years. And I'm just so I'm so confident in, in myself outside the game of football, and that's hats off to Coach Snyder. That's good stuff right there. Good to hear. And can you talk a little bit about your experience playing at Bill Snyder Family Football Stadium and what makes it a special place? You know, Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Manhattan, Kansas is one of the coolest places to play. The town shuts down on game day. You know, we, we pack the house. We've had so many sellouts in a row. It's just the fans care Everyone cares. Everyone bleeds purple in that town. So if you're a football player, you know, you walk on water and they support you through the good and the bad. And I can promise you, you know, I've had guys that I've played tell me that that Kansas State, whenever that that stadium's rocking, is, is the hardest place to play. And they played in stadiums with 30 or 40,000 more people inside of it. And that just tells you how into it the fans are and how great our fan base can be. And, you know, I was at, you know, senior night this year and something I dreamed about my whole career was running out with those the flowers and giving them to my mom and you know looking back on such a great career and I did that this year and I was able to score a touchdown and we beat Texas Tech and it was just a dream come true you know I love that stadium and and that feeling of running out on that state uh running out of that tunnel you know that's going to be a feeling that stays with me my whole entire life now transitioning to off the field work and this is just excellent I saw that you started a foundation called Rise Up that allows you to share your story, your faith, to inspire others. Can you share more about that? Oh, of course I can, man. You know, it's actually called Rise Up. I had to change the name, uh, just established it as an entity and as an actual foundation. Um, you know, Rise Up was taken, but Rise Up, man, it's, it's the same thing. What it, what it means is, is, you know, I've always been big into, into – reaching out in the community and using my platform that I believe God blessed me with to, to impact other people. I don't want to use my platform to be arrogant and hold my head above others. I want to use my platform to impact young lives, lives the same age as me or lives that are 30 years older than me. You know, I want to put a smile on people's face and I want to, I don't just want to give back. So the Rising Up Foundation is exactly that, whatever it is. If I'm giving back to a kid that has cancer, if I'm a big brother to him, a mentor, or maybe I'm hanging out with kids that have special needs and, you know, I'm, I'm helping them have a smile on their face. Or if I'm, you know, giving a speech about bullying, whatever it is, man, that's what the Rising Up Foundation is about. It's about inspiring kindness and faith and hope and love to everyone around us 
you know, being being nice and kind, unfortunately, I don't believe is the popular thing anymore in, in today's day and age. And, and I think it's something that's extremely undervalued. And I, I believe that's why we're down here on Earth. So um, it's not it's not centered around one thing. It's centered around inspiring others. And, you know, if I can impact people with my faith through that foundation, that'd be huge. But if I can't, then I'm going to inspire them just to make them smile, man. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of in the groundwork right now, and we're getting a website up and running. And I hope that whenever, you know, I get drafted, if, if, I, if I have the opportunity to do that, I can take that foundation to whatever city I go to and really let it start booming. Well, that's fantastic, Dalton. I just want to let you know firsthand, man, that's that's incredible work. I think in today's society, there's not enough kindness being shared around out there. So thank you for all you do. So keep up that great work off the field as well. Now moving back into the football realm, you talked about it earlier in the interview, but yes, you were invited to the 70th annual Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama can you share what that experience was like being a part of such a marquee event with all the top seniors in America? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a huge opportunity. You know, I went down there at the mindset of, you know, I was going against top guys in the country, and this was my opportunity to prove that I belong. And that's what every kid was going there trying to do. And it was just an incredible experience, able to, to meet guys from across the nation and be able to see the other top talent and kids that have worked so hard, shake hands with general managers and head coaches and, Area scouts have been watching the last two years, and it was just an incredible experience, man. A humbling experience and uh, a great week down in, in Mobile. And I believe that I made the most of that week and really helped my draft stock and let people know who Dalton Reiser was and what I bring to the table. So I'm, I'm extremely fortunate for how that week went. During the practice week, you played mostly at right tackle, and I even saw an article that suggested that you were really open to telling coach Tom Cable, like, Hey, I can go play guard as well, but Cable liked you better at right tackle. And so what are some things that you learned from him about technique and about preparing for the NFL? Yeah. You know, he was a great coach and, you know, I don't know if it was because he just wanted me to stay at right tackle or if he liked me more. Uh, he just kept me there. You know, I told him my like, coach, I can play guard. I warmed up at the centers. Uh, I, I tried to let him know that I was, you know, available to play all positions. And he just kept me there, which was fine. But, you know, he taught me a ton about, you know, taking steps forward, never back. Uh, helped me on a lot of my technique. And, and you know, Coach Cable and the Raiders, they love to go at people, uh, go out their face and really just get down and dirty. And, and he really helped my game in terms of getting me to have the confidence to step downfield and take better first steps and, and really come off the ball on guys and not be worried about falling on my face. And uh, that's exactly what I did. And, you know, I saw a huge, uh, a huge, uh, you know, change in my play in just three days. And, you know, hats off to Coach Cable. He was an awesome coach, a uh, great coach to be able to, to be around. And, and he definitely helped me in my craft in those few days. There seems to be a misconception that Big 12 offensive linemen can be a risk because of all the passing that is done in that conference. But for you, Dalton, coming from Kansas State, where y'all did a lot of power running, what do you offer as a run blocker, and how do you plan to counter that belief? Um, you know, it's all about the film. In this process, coaches are going to break down this film. Scouts are going to break down this film. The, the, the proof is in the pudding, man. You go watch the film. The film doesn't lie. The eye in the sky never lies, something I was taught at Kansas State. You want to see if I'm a good run blocker or a good pass blocker? Go watch the film. And, you know, you can see how, as I progressed. And obviously, we all we do is we, we don't just run. We don't just pass. 
you know, we, we ran the ball a lot. We like to do that, but we also dropped back in coverage and I had to pass it. So, you know, I believe there is no misconception. I understand that a lot of teams might say, hey, the Big 12 doesn't really run a lot. We don't know if the offensive lineman can run. But, you know, when they turn on my film and they see how much we're running as well as, you know, dropping back and kick sliding, they're going to be able to see it in the film. And I'm confident in that. At the same time, you know, the senior bowl film will be good for teams to watch. Uh, when we're all running the same offense, you bring all these guys in from across the country that run different offenses and you bring them together to run one offense, an NFL style offense. And how do they do? And I believe I did a good job at that. So any misconceptions, I believe, will be able to be, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, in the film, whenever they watch the film. On the flip side, the Big 12, they produce a lot of top edge rushers. We see them in the NFL each and every season. And you faced some of the best during your college career. How has the elite competition at the defensive end position made you more efficient and comfortable in pass protection? You know... You know, I went against guys this year like Montez Sweat from Mississippi State, you know, LJ Collier and Ben Benugo from TCU, Charles Ominihu from Texas. You know, these guys are all great edge rushers. I did the same at Senior Bowl. I went against some of the top defensive ends. And it's great to get film up like that because coaches want to see how you are against top talent. They don't care how you do against an average pass rusher. They want to see how you're going to do against a Khalil Mack. And that's what makes great football players is how are you going to be in the big moments? So, you know, doing that in my four years at Kansas state, going against top talent every single year, it really helped mold me and it helped prepare me for the next level. And I saw that pay off in senior bowl. Now with the NFL scouting combine ahead and you are invited, who are you training with and what does your workout schedule look like? I'm out here in Anaheim, California. I'm training at stars facility uh, here in Anaheim. Uh, a lot of the training for combine is done with defensive backs and wide receivers. And, you know, we have some great combine prep guys here that are really just preparing us for our combine drills, offensive line drills, five, 10, five, three cone, broad jump, 40 yard dash, vertical jump, stuff like that. Right. And they do an extremely good job. It's nice to be to be around other skill guys because their numbers are obviously usually better than offensive linemen and they just push you to get better and better. But when it comes to my O line work, I do that with Pat Harlow, a guy that played at USC and then played for the Patriots and the Raiders. His son now plays for the Falcons. He does an incredible job. I did all my prep for the senior bowl with him. And now that that's over, I've been doing all my prep for the combine with him. So aside from all the testing at combine, they do a lot of offensive line drills and they want to see how you move. And I've been doing all my drills with him down at J Sarah high school. And he does an incredible job. So kind of tag teaming it with those two trainers. Uh, and, and it's been a really good experience so far. You are a projected first round pick by some analysts and could become Kansas state's First round one selection in a decade and the first since quarterback Josh Freeman in 2009. Does that potential accolade cross your mind at all? You know, it didn't cross my mind. I honestly didn't even know that's how you just said something about it now. So that's not something that, that I was aware of. And, you know, I'd be so proud to do that for Kansas State University for all that they gave me. Uh, not only them, but I'd be so proud to do it for my coaches and, and my family and my parents and, and everyone that supported me along the journey. So that's that would be a huge blessing. Uh, something that I truly believe in is that wherever I go in the draft, you know, I'm going to be so grateful for that opportunity, the opportunity a lot of kids wish they could have. So I'm just I'm just looking forward to the process, man. 
And on that process, you're going to continue to meet with NFL teams as you prepare for the draft in late April. When the evaluation period is over, Dalton, what do you want these coaches and executives to know about you, not only as a player, but as a teammate? You know, I just want these coaches and execs and the whole NFL and the world to know what Dalton Reisner brings to the table. You know, I believe I'm the full package. I'm far from perfect, but, you know, I'm a good football player. I understand that. You know, I bring a nasty edge to my play, and I'm going to be a guy that helps establish a blue-collar culture, and I'm going to work extremely hard. But aside from that, you know, I'm big into the community. I want to impact the city that I'm in. I want to impact young lives. I want to impact the lives around me. Not something that you hear a lot of athletes say. You know, I'm aware of the platform that I have, I want to use it for good, you know, not bad. And aside from that, you know, I want to lead my team. I want to lead my club. I want to, you know, lead the community community that I'm in. I love leadership. I love being in a leadership role. And I want to help change a team. I want to take a club to I want to take a you know a club to a Super Bowl. I want to win a AFC or NFC championship. And I want to be a part of that and help establish a culture. You know, just the personality and type of guy I am. I believe that I bring a lot more to the table than just being a good football player. I feel like I'm a guy that can really change a program and can really set a, pro- a program on the right path. And, you know, I think that, you know, at least I would hope my, my coaches and staff and people at Kansas State University would think the same. And that's, that's what I plan on doing wherever I go. So I hope that once this whole evaluation period is over, people are, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed, you know, you know, surprised with what, with, what I bring to the table. Well, again, Dalton, I appreciate you taking the time to join the podcast today, man. And I want to let you know that I'm in your corner. I'll be rooting you on as you continue this draft prep and keep up the great work both on and off of the field. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me on. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. And I'm excited for this process as well. I appreciate you being behind me, man. I look forward to staying in touch. All right, bro. Take care and God bless. All right. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.